the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Don't talk back. Welcome to Yak Radio, the radio show that's about, well, who knows? It's a different topic every week, but Yak Radio is always full of information to help you and your family get through life. Now here's your Yak Radio host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks, welcome to Yak Radio. This show's sponsored by San Diego Propane. If you're looking for a good propane provider, you can't beat San Diego Propane. Now, they only do East County. That's just the way they roll. But if you go to sd-propane.com, they will hook you up with great prices and great service. That's sd-propane.com, 619-460-1705. Ask for Dave. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, West Escondido Auto and Transmissions, four locations for your automotive needs, Napa Auto Care, ASC Certified, Nobody does it better than Brian and his team, Master Techs at each location. If it rolls, they can work on it. Hey, I did an interview with uh, Tim Bliss, GM of Lexus Retail Transformation, last week on a new program that Lexus is promoting called Lexus Monogram. Take a listen. Well, hey, guess what, folks? I got a special guest on the line. I got Tim Bliss. He's GM of Retail Transformation with Lexus. And Lexus has got a new program out called Lexus Monogram. So I thought, what's the best to do but call the experts? Tim, welcome to the show. Uh, Good morning, Dave. Thanks for having me. Totally, totally my pleasure. So, you know, I'm sure the pandemic may have caused some of this, uh, but because, you know, not being able to go to the dealership and do the normal thing, you know, you guys have been catering to the customers even before that, right? Absolutely. You know, in fact, we started this effort, you know, in regards to Monogram for Lexus and for Toyota SmartPath. We started this retail transformation effort well before the pandemic. And it was really because we were seeing, you know, obviously a shift in what consumers and guests and how they wanted to to shop for a vehicle. And, you know, we started this well before the pandemic. And what the pandemic has done is simply accelerate, you know, really what guests are expecting and what we wanted to do from the very beginning, and, and we partnered with our dealers from the very beginning on this, is provide our dealers the technology to give that guest that experience they're looking for. That's much more technology enabled. And to have that experience be as seamless as possible. So as the guest is asking to do more and more online, more of their shopping online, more of their searching online, you know, having those tools in place so that they can do that, and then they then can come into the dealership and pick up right where they left off. And so we've been very fortunate where we've been working on this well before the pandemic. And you know, like I said, the pandemic has simply accelerated that as we're seeing more and more guests wanting to do as much as they can online. Right. And, and I, I tell people all the time, even before the pandemic, if you want to have some fun, go online and build your Lexus. It is more fun than you could imagine. You could build it any way you want, and if for some reason you want to change it, you go back, you can change the wheels, you can change the color, and then when you get what you want, you just send that to your favorite dealer, look close to you, and boom, it's all taken care of, and you know they, they'll do all the rest, and it's, it's, it's like I said, it's totally seamless. I, I love it. I build cars all the time. I don't get to buy them, but I have fun building them. No, that, that's great to hear. And, you know, the Build Your Lexus feature is one of the more used features on our, you know, Lexus.com website. And for that reason alone that you mentioned, what we're excited about, what we've been able to do with Monogram is take that one step further and really show guests what the dealer has in inventory. And that's the thing is, is we've done a lot of research on this is that, you know, guests want to know what the dealer has and what the price is. And they also want to have the opportunity to calculate and estimate their payments. They want to possibly add accessories. They want to 
do as much as they can online uh, before even coming into the store. So that's where Monogram really takes that to the next step. And now that you're not just building a theoretical vehicle with Build Your Lexus, you're now looking at specifically what your local dealer that's on Monogram has in stock. Yeah, you're, you are absolutely, absolutely correct. And so, you know, let me just kind of ask you this question because it's kind of been rolling around in my head. With this great program and really making the, the purchase seamless, do you see the size of the dealership shrinking, maybe going towards a European uh, look? You know, that's a question we get a lot, you know, and as we've been building this, solution out for our dealers, you know, and that's really, I think, what makes this one of the advantages of this. We've been working closely and tailoring this for what our dealers needs and our guests needs, and, and having our dealers involved in it has really allowed this tool to be even more flexible so it can handle any guest, whether it's the guest that wants to do everything online uh, or the guest that still wants to, you know, do most of their transaction in the store. So I think over time, you know, what we still see is, well, a majority of the guests fall on that spectrum of wanting to come into the dealership, touch, feel, experience the vehicle, test drive the vehicle. It's still, as you know, a significant purchase that people make in their life. So we still see all the research showing that more guests want to still come into the store to complete the transaction than to finish it 100% remote. Those numbers are changing. They're shifting. Um, they've shifted a little bit more, you know, because of the pandemic, but we still see a strong desire for guests to come into the store. What we want to do with this technology is just make that time much more efficient, much more right. efficient for the guest and much more efficient also for the dealer. So everything that that guest did online, finding a vehicle, figuring out if they want to do a lease or a finance, uh, understanding that, hey, I want to add this protection product onto the, the vehicle and I want to add these two accessories. Having all that done by the on the guest time online as they're researching and shopping and getting ready to purchase just makes that time in the store much better. And, you know, re, all the research we're seeing is making – that's making that experience that much better when they're in the store because it's respecting their time and respecting everything that they did online. So – with your question of does that change then the, the overall footprint of the dealership, you know, we leave that really up to the dealer. And that's one of the things, too, we've prided ourselves on at Toyota and Lexus is, yes, we have facility standards, but we also give our dealers a lot of flexibility because they know what the guest needs and what they need in that market. And we, you know, we'll see them probably push us as to what these standards could evolve to. Well, you know, you're absolutely right, and I'm sure you're familiar with Lexus of Escondido with Judy Jones. Beautiful store. <laughs> it is a centerpiece of Escondido. Uh, it's three floors. It has a, a, a five-star restaurant. It has parking at every level. Oh, yeah, they also sell Lexus and service them. We forgot to tell you that because it's such a beautiful facility. And she was so far ahead of the curve doing that that when she first did it, the community all said, are you crazy? What are you doing? And now, like I said, it's, it's a gem in North County. Uh, and I love going in there. I, the, the, it's just such a great experience. So, And that was kind of why I threw that question out there because that's one of the things I like about what you do at Lexus is, yes, you have standards but you allow the owners to give to the consumer what they know the consumer wants. And, and I think, like I said, that's, that is an amazing, an amazing dealership. Absolutely. Absolutely. And she still won't let me drive her LFA, but I'm still pushing on it. <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. Hey, we got a few minutes left. Tell us about, uh, Smart Path. What, what, what are we doing with Toyota and the Smart Path? Yeah, so as I mentioned, as when we started this retail transformation effort, we actually started it, you know, from a, an entire Toyota Motor North America perspective. So looking at it not just for Lexus, but also for Toyota. And really having the power of both brands and the power of both dealer groups really helped guide us as to what this retail transformation effort could be. 
And that's what's been, like I said, really exciting is getting their input. And what we built for Toyota and Lexus uh, is built exclusively for them. You know, this is a, a digital retail solution, really a retail solution that's specifically geared for our Toyota and Lexus dealers and our Toyota and Lexus guests. And that's what we've been doing. And so on the Toyota side, we've actually started piloting with Toyota earlier than we did with Lexus. And so now, you know, and so with that, we've gotten, you know, we have combined Toyota, we have about 50 dealers across the country that have been utilizing this technology and utilizing this experience. And we're really looking this year to really accelerate those efforts on both brands. Um, Monogram is uh, technically still in pilot mode on the Lexus side. We'll be doing a more formal rollout and launch of that uh, throughout this summer. Uh, but very excited to bring that technology and that solution to both sides of the, the TMNA umbrella. Right. Well, I tell you what, you guys are the pinnacle of luxury as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, and you know, one probably one vehicle, <clears throat> excuse me, that holds a resale value better than just about anything on the market. If anything, they increase in value if you hang on to them long enough. So, Tim, it was a blast talking to you. Uh, it's interesting. You were smiling the whole time you did that interview. I could hear it. <laughs> Absolutely. No, we are very excited about what we have for Lexus with Monogram. We're excited to get that out to more and more dealers. Um, and we're also, you know, very pleased with the progress and the results we're seeing from this effort. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this if the dealers, one, weren't asking for it, and two, if it wasn't getting them results. And so I mentioned the time where, right. you know, it's allowing the guest to, to have a you know much more time and efficient manner in the store. Um, but it's also building transparency. It's building trust and it's helping our dealers. I mean, it's helping everyone. So very excited to see where this can go and uh, really thank you for, for letting me come on and share where we're at and where we're looking to go. Well, let's run down the, the you know, running down for a couple of months and I'm more than happy to hook up with Carly, and, and we'll get you back on and kind of give us an ins and outs on how it's working, and maybe uh, you know throughout it you probably made a few tweaks that'll be good for Absolutely. the uh, for the Lexus buyer. And I'm happy to have you back on. I would love to, love the opportunity. So thank you, Dave. All right. And if you ever come out to visit uh, Judy, let me know. We'll we'll go have lunch uh, in that beautiful restaurant they have there, and then see if she can take you out in the spin on the LFA. Yeah, I'm driving. Remember, I used Perfect. to be a service manager. I don't let customers drive me anymore. They scared me. I love it. I love it. All right, buddy. Take care and have a great week. Thank you, sir. Have a good one. If you think rock is dead, you're just looking in the wrong place. Listen to RFUA Swell Radio, radio for unsigned artists, heard every Saturday at 7 p.m. Hosted by three members of the San Diego-based musical group SLED. RFUA unites the listening audience, unsigned and undeveloped musical talent with well-known and established musical industry contact. Celebrating rock and roll music both past, present, and future. Don't miss RFUA Swell Radio for unsigned artists, Saturdays at 7 p.m. on The Answer, San Diego. 2021 is already off to a disturbing start for conservatives. We've seen Twitter unilaterally shut down President Trump's account. The conservative platform Parler was booted off the Apple Store by Apple, and big tech is muzzling free speech at a speed that nobody could have predicted. Nobody except biologist and evolutionary theorist Brett Weinstein, who appeared in the film No Safe Spaces, to issue this warning about political correctness running amok. YouTube and Google, Facebook and Twitter dictate whose voices can be heard, and if those entities start trying to engineer the conversation to adhere to the rules laid out with these phony Trojan horse terms, disaster will be the result. You and your family need to see No Safe Spaces now before any more of our freedoms are muzzled. Just go to SalemNow.com to get your copy of No Safe Spaces. Visit SalemNow.com with offer code San Diego as one word for 20% off. That's offer code San Diego as one word for 20% off at SalemNow.com. You could send the child in your life to a public school. 
But why? When you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half the normal price with the Answer San Diego half-off tuition program. Log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app for a complete list of participating schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. It's that easy, but these outstanding tuitions are going fast. So call today, 844-800-5757. Streaming now at TheAnswerSanDiego.com and Radio.com. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Bumper Doc Santee. Scratches, dings, and dents. Boy, nobody does it better than Bumper Doc. Great alternative to a body shop. Uh, they can't do everything, but, boy, they can do a majority of your repair and save you a bucket load of money. Go to com. And if you're into off-roading or just normal driving, maybe you're towing a Jeep, towing a trailer, and you need some help under the undercarriage, go to San Diego Gear and Axle, sdgearaxle.com. Talk to Steve. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. You know, I talked to James Bell, my good buddy at Kia, and we were talking about how the industry is surviving during the pandemic. Take a listen. Hey, folks, welcome back. We're talking to James Bell. He is a head of PR at Kia. And I got to tell you, folks, we were talking about the new Telluride because they still can't catch up to the public demand. And, and I, I got to tell you, man, we can blame it maybe a little bit of it on the pandemic, but I think the demand for that vehicle is is off the charts. It It just doesn't make sense. Not to say we're not very happy about it. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's it's uh, our dealers love love the uh, how quickly it sells, but they wish they could have more of them. And and we've increased our sales. We've we've tried to catch up and uh, and maximize uh, every effort from our vendors and our suppliers. But we just uh, the, the thing comes off the trucks and goes into somebody's driveway. And it's been on sale now for over two years. So uh, we got magic in a bottle there, and and we're pretty happy about that. Name me name me another auto industry vehicle that 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 did that i honestly cannot think of another vehicle that was built in the last 10 to 20 years that demanded that type of uh notoriety Not, I, I honestly can't think of one unless it's some you know kind of uh high performance esoteric low production sports car or yeah. or something like i'm i'm thinking back to um like when, the, and it was not the greatest little car, but it caught wind for a little while, which was the old PT Cruiser. Yeah. You know, that that was that was a super cool car that, that fade, faded down, but the Telluride has been in that same state now for two years, and it's ultimately, you know, you pull back all the cover, it's a seven or eight uh, passenger family hauler, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, there, and there's a, some amazing con, uh, competition in that same space. This is probably one of the hottest segments, if not the hottest segment in the business right now, and there's the Kia Telluride sitting on top. So, I, I, listen, I wish I could take more credit for it. I just, I just luckily enough have it on my business card, so it works for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're absolutely right. So how are you guys doing during this pandemic? Better than – well, as our uh, director of sales used to say, we're getting our unfair share. And I think that's because our dealers pivoted quickly. They okay. saw, you know, that's the key away. They'd be always moving, uh, uh, dodging, looking for the next best step. And we noticed very, on, or very early on that something that was already being established by consumers, really more for convenience, was really going to take over. And what I mean by that is, the idea of shopping for your vehicle online, doing your research online, and then going into the dealership at the last minute to do the paperwork and kind of pick out the final uh, color and all that kind of stuff. You know, people were doing that for convenience sake. Now with the pandemic, it became a, a, a requirement, uh, the reality of the business. If you want to sell a car, you're not getting people, well, in many places, they're not even allowed to just walk in and shop around. They're doing all their work online. They're starting the finance process online. And in many cases, they're saying, I'll buy that car I see on your website right now, deliver it to me to my driveway, and we'll do this all in a safe and COVID-friendly way. So our dealers jumped on that opportunity quickly, tried to pivot their business. Same thing on the service side. 
you know, not just having a, an appointment and then you drop the car off and then sit in the, in the lobby for two hours while you're getting your oil changed. No, it's now bring the car in. Uh, you can drop it off at a socially distant way. We'll take care of the, of the work, get it cleaned up, and put it back uh, either in your driveway or you can come pick it up at the precise time. Uh, again, fully reflective of how we're supposed to be, uh, you know, treating each other during this, this pandemic time. And so long way of saying, Dave, both of those things have meant that Kia's sales are up. We're the, one of the few companies, and we are the highest percentage up in, at retail sales compared to 2019, which, uh, like I said, most other companies can't say. And our service business is also through the roof. So uh, this, you know, these are changes that were on their way for convenience sake, but I think they're here to stay because of the pandemic. And I totally agree with you 100%. But, you know, it's funny. Prior to the pandemic, I've been saying all along, you know, how much longer are the, you know, 30,000-square-foot brick-and-mortar, you know, sales departments going to be able to survive? Now, pandemic shows up, and now, it to me, it really threatens, you know, the, the, service, the sales department, not the service department, because we've always, I mean, the service department will always be the size it is. You know, and if not bigger, depending on what, you know, you'll add to it, yeah. you know, detailing, uh, you know, bumper uh, scratch dings and dent shots, that type of thing. But do you see the sales department shrinking any way, shape, or form? You know, it's funny you ask that. I feel like it's going to take on the uh, European car industry look and feel a little bit, whereas instead of having, as you say, the big mega parking lot that has – you know, 10 examples of every car, every color and every trim yeah. level. Uh, and so you walk in and you just pick the one on the right or the one on the left and it's essentially the same car. Uh, I think it's going to be more European in that there will be represent, representative vehicles at the lot. So you're in the market for a, uh, a blue uh, K5 or Telluride. You go into the dealership after you've done your research and they only have a red one. Uh, but you drive the red one, you get a sense for how it feels, you make sure it meets your needs, and then you have the blue one, uh, you know, delivered or, 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 or um, organized and delivered to you. So yeah. I think it's going to be a shift in that way. That just It, w- it won't be the, the mega driveway full of cars. It'll be more representations of each car that's available. On that same topic, since, again, the pandemic, because the pandemic has done a lot of things, and that is – do you see more people buying Kia products online than before? Well, because of the franchise dealer networks that you know everybody but Tesla is beholden to, we're not able to do the full transaction online. But there is a lot of—I can tell you—there is a lot of talk about that. And um, I, so I—I I, I, can't—I can't say see it coming anytime super soon. But I think we're going to start to do more of what uh, some other car companies to try to do, and that's at least get your get that order process started online and really okay. get the vehicle all in its place, uh, you know, get your financing all in its place, and then do do the final delivery through the dealer. And and we're happy with the franchise dealer networks. Don't get me wrong; it's not like we're trying oh, to yeah. break that up. But uh, at the same time, consumers are looking for something different. And to your point, Dave, the the uh, pandemic has locked that in. Any yeah. any uh, dealer who's trying to or is thinking that it might go back to the old days uh, is not going to be in business long. It's just no. not going to be. And it's fun to build a car online. <laughs> yes. Well, there's that part too, isn't it? Yes, you're absolutely and right. I, and that's really what I was talking about. Do you see more traffic at Kia.com oh, today than prior? Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 Our configurators, you know, people going in and not just going in to see. Oh, can I get a blue car? Uh, right. with the beige interior, but, you know, trying lots of different colors and different combinations. And in many cases, we see that the car that they actually click and have most interest in is one of the higher spec versions. So, yeah, there's there's good business sense for that as well. Another topic that you have your crystal ball out there <laughs> yes. is auto shows. Now, yeah. prior to pandemic, you know, Detroit was kind of wasn't as strong as it used to be. New York, all these big auto shows seem to be not as represented as they were in the past. A lot of manufacturers just weren't spending the money to go because it cost a fortune to put a display in at any of these large auto shows. Do you see those still 
stronger, but more more streamlined, and maybe not as many cities doing it? You know, it's a great question. The only thing I think I do see, if I glance into my cloudy crystal ball here, is that it uh, it's not going to be as it was anytime soon. I think uh-huh. the idea, you know, even as we get the vaccine rolled out and start to kind of turn a corner and, and see some uh, daylight in this pandemic problem, the idea of, you know, putting a whole bunch of cars on a, on a, in a convention center or at the big hall at the uh, fairgrounds or something and having everybody kind of pile in is not going to be comfortable for a lot of folks for, for quite some time. So I think, but, but the idea of going to a car show is, you know, on a Saturday afternoon with the kids and letting them run around a little bit and mom and dad do a little shopping, it, it's just part of our American automotive life. So I don't think it's going to go away. I just think it's going to be evolving into something a little different. Maybe you, um, you, you do more of a virtual auto show to kind of, you know, kick the proverbial digital tires and learn about the vehicles that are going to be there. And then you sign up and, and you, uh, you know, it's more of a, an audience-limited uh, in-person event. And you can't climb in and out of every car. Maybe only certain ones are open to, to actually, uh, you know, sitting in. But it'll be a modified version. But I think that's still some ways off because, um, again, yeah. even though we're, we're getting into a better place, uh, I don't think anybody wants to go backwards. And so there's no, I, I, I agree. And, you know, it's funny. I used to give San Diego major credit for their auto show format. Yeah. I think, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we were one of the first auto shows that did ride and drives. And really, an auto show is more for the consumer to get in. Like you said, we may not be able to do it for a while, but hopefully that portion will come back. They'll be able to sit in everybody's vehicle, see which one fits, and then take one out for a ride and drive. I think that's where the auto shows are going. As far as the media goes, my only problem with auto shows and the media is the events are too close together. Like if I want to go see the K5, I've got to be there 10, 15 minutes early, which I may miss something else. So I don't know about the the media side of it. I think that was more of a social get-together than it was anything. I think press events could make that that happen. But for the consumer, I know they love, they love getting in these cars and not having to worry about somebody trying to sell them something, but to be able to really – do their homework and their research. So I really hope that comes back. Yeah, I, I think it will. It'll it'll be a modified and slow yeah. road back. But, yeah, I yeah. agree with you. It'll come back. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, buddy, it's always, always, always great talking to you. And, uh, you know, I think 2021, 2022 are going to be huge. But, you know, I can't imagine what you guys have got coming up next, and I'm not even going to bother to ask because uh, – but I will have to tell you, and it didn't happen on te- on purpose, but I've got the Palisades, and I'm going to put that on TV on Friday. Okay. And I've got the station kind of do a comparison, mm. but that that's another unknown. I mean, I know it's selling, but it's not selling anywhere close to the Telluride, and I don't get it. Well, I don't get it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course you do. You. That's your job, my man. All right, buddy. <laughs> it's always good talking to you. Be safe, and I can't wait uh, for the next event. We can all get together and have some fun. You got it, Dave. Looking forward to it. We've got them uh, planned in the books, but it's getting the approval yep. to do them is still the problem. That's right. Well, hey, we're ready when you're ready. <laughs> Very good. Well, we're ready, too, so we'll see you soon. All right, buddy. Take care. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager here for Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio. Since the COVID pandemic doesn't look like it's leaving anytime soon, the staff at La Mesa's Warm Hearth Fireside and Patio have taken every precaution to ensure your health and safety. They're located at 8748 La Mesa Boulevard. However, if you are not comfortable with in-person, just visit them online at warmhearthfiresideandpatio.com. This pandemic has caused serious delays in product manufacturing and delivery across all industries. The same holds true for patio heaters, hot tubs, grills, and smokers with shipment delays anywhere from 8 to 24 weeks. If you want the best for your home, order today at Warm Hearth. They will provide you with individual personalized attention, helping you find the right products and accessories from their extensive selection of expertly crafted fireplaces and patio products. 
Warm up your home with warm hearth, fireside, and patio, 8748 La Mesa Boulevard, or visit warmhearthfiresideandpatio.com. Brian Bowersock here, the Auto Man on Fox 5 News and the CW. I'm also the host of Auto Talk Radio. Please join my co-host Kevin and myself every Saturday morning live here on The Answer San Diego. Kevin and myself have over 30 years' experience as automotive master technicians, and we would love to answer all of your automotive-related questions. Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group with four locations here in San Diego to service and repair your vehicle. Please log on to westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Auto Talk Radio, Saturday mornings at 7 on The Answer San Diego. Hi, everybody. This is Dennis Prager. I'm headed back to Israel in October 2021 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Come home inspired, renewed, and empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity. Join Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher and travel on the Stand with Israel tour, October 27th to November 5th, 2021. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, this next interview is a little on the long side, so I'm going to go right straight to it. Pam Fisher, Senior Director of Governmental Highway Safety Association. This is an amazing uh, interview, and it really hits close to home, so take a listen. Hey, Ford's done a study, and the traffic deaths have seriously spiked during COVID-19. Pam Fisher, she's a Senior Director of External Engagement of Governors Highway Safety Associations on the line with me. How you doing, Pam? I'm doing great. So I don't know where you're based at, but like I was saying just a moment ago, I'm here in San Diego, and these people are driving like they're on the Autobahn with absolutely no training. And those are adults, and we haven't even touched on, on young drivers who really, really, really don't know how to drive the cars that are on the road today. Yeah, we are seeing, I'm actually on the East Coast, so you are representing the West Coast, I'm on the East Coast, um, and what we're seeing is is similar. We're seeing a lot of um, uh, lead foot activity out there on the roadways, uh, particularly as we saw traffic decrease because of the pandemic, people were supposed to be staying home. We really saw the numbers uh, going up in terms of, you know, the actual speeds people were traveling. We heard it from our state highway safety offices members who are affiliated with the Governor's Highway Safety Association, my group, and also law enforcement. So it is very problematic, but it's particularly dangerous for new drivers who have very, very limited experience um, and don't often recognize the risk associated with engaging in, in some of these behaviors. Well, you know, if I had my choice of you or Jim uh, Graham, who, who runs the uh, Ford's uh, Driving Skills for, for Life program, but I talk to him all the time. <laughs> I have always said that if you're going to get a driver's license in the United States and you're and you're first-time driver, 17, 18, whatever your age is, you need to take that class. I think it should be mandatory, and, and I think Ford should charge for it, and I think your registration and all that should be paid for out of, out of each state. It shouldn't be a burden on the, on the student. Mm-hmm. And then record is, is observed throughout your driving career, and if you start you know, getting a lot of tickets, well, when your license comes up for renewal, guess what? You go back, you take the class, but this time you pay for it. Why mm-hmm. can't they? Um, Well, I would say that, you know, it's all a budget issue, to be sure, but I think that the issue at hand is that we often are relying on parents to be the lead teacher and coach uh, for their their new drivers. That's pretty much the norm across the country. Uh, The requirements to get a license in our country are not really prescriptive. They're not like many other countries. So it does fall upon the parents, and there are, you know, concerns about, you know, finances and so forth. But I think, you know, when we talk about this issue of speeding, I would say that we really need parents to understand how dangerous a problem it is. And we have to start by looking at ourselves. As parents, we're the role models, right? We teach our kids from a very early age uh, because they observe everything we do on our vehicles. So we need to kind of go back ourselves to school 
and remind ourselves what are we doing out there that's putting ourselves and others at risk and that is demonstrating to our soon-to-be driving or, you know, our, even our younger kids who will be driving, you know, what it is to be a safe driver. So I always say drive the way you want your teens to drive, uh, which means as safely as possible, right? So um, I'm all for continuing education. Um, I think when parents can take advantage of the four driving skills for life or other programs out there, I encourage them because driving is a lifelong skill. And I think there should be some lifelong learning associated with it. I really, truly believe that. So um, I think that the more we can do to encourage continuing education and driver ed would be a great thing for everybody. Uh, no well, doubt about it. I don't know what your car registrations are like out where you're at, but in California, I, I have quite a few cars. I don't know why. I guess I'm a car guy. So, And my <laughs> registration was, you know, $35, 40 50 $60 a car. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I've got 15 cars. I get it. But now they've raised that. To, I pay over $100 per car. So I understand there's budget uh, issues in all states. But what's really more important, your budget or your children? And you're right. The parents are really the ones that should be doing it. But they haven't been in a driver ed car since, what, 70s and 80s? So we have totally dropped the ball on driver training, but yet we're building vehicles that are just unbelievably fast. And to a certain degree, we promote these cars as super safe. You could do this. You could do that. It's got avoidant clearance and all that. Well, I don't want to tell a child that. I don't. I want that kid to learn how to drive, uh, mm-hmm. you know, responsibly. And I think the only way to really do it is, like you said, go through the driving skills for life school. Um, you know, I don't know. It's just, and unless we grab a hold of this, and, and nobody really ever gets involved until they lose a the child. A good example, uh, Doug Herbert. I'm sure you're well aware of Doug Herbert and his program breaks. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen until he lost not one, but both his sons in a speeding accident like a mile or so from his house. I don't right. want to see a, you know, I don't want to be a, a reactive country. I want to be a proactive country. And I think children should be all the way at the top of the list. You know, I, and I'm just a little guy out here in California that you know, and, people, and I drive cars. I mean, I just had the the F, I mean, the Ford um, Shelby 350R. Mm-hmm. Everybody, how fast did you go? How fast did you go? I said 70. Well, won't it go faster? Well, of course it will. But it, I wasn't on a racetrack. They invite me to right. a racetrack. I'll drive. Yeah, I think. You- I think you raise a really important point here, Dave, and that is that we are a, we we culturally accept speeding, and yeah. and that's that's something we have to change. And you know, we're talking about teens today and how they are overrepresented. I mean, they they account for a greater proportion of speeding related fatalities than all other age groups on the road. And so, but again, thinking about you know, they're learning from you know, those around them. And once they get out into traffic and they become more comfortable, they're going to increase their speeds to go with the flow of traffic. So we've got to break the cycle when it comes to this culture of speeding. It's not acceptable. People die. And, you know, 30% of the deaths on our roadways involve, you know, a speeding motorist. And for teens, it's 43% of their fatal crashes are speeding related. So people are dying because of speeding. Folks might say, I can get away with it today, but that may not be the case tomorrow. And so, you know, if we're going to make a change here in our culture, you know, we need to start with our newest drivers and help them understand, but then we have to demonstrate. And I can't overstate that, how important it is. We have to demonstrate as parents, as adults, as instructors, what it means to be a safe driver. And a safe driver doesn't speed, plain and simple. Yeah, you're absolutely 100% correct. And when you look at the deaths, you know, one death is bad enough. And, you know, everybody's making, you know, you know, such a big deal on this COVID. I get it. I understand it. I wear a mask. I'm of age that I'm susceptible, so I take good care of myself. But we make a bigger deal out of that than we do losing children. Makes no sense to me whatsoever. I, I, I just can't tell you. How crazy it well, is. 
I'd like to say that when it comes to teens and speeding, we have a cure. We have a vaccine, and it starts with each of us. And it yeah. does start with, you know, changing our respective behaviors. But there are, there are solutions. And, and, you know, I encourage folks to, to take a look when they get a chance. Go to our website, ghsa.org, and check out this new report on teens and speeding. Because it really talks about things that are at our disposal, like the Ford Driving Skills for Life program, which talks about speed management to a great degree and really helps teens and parents understand this. You know, there is technology in vehicles, and I, I think you're right. We want to make sure that teens understand how to operate a vehicle and not be over-reliant on technology, but there is technology. And, I, you know, I, I'm often asked, well, isn't, isn't distraction a bigger problem for teens and speeding? And I would say they're both big problems, but, you know, parents can put apps on their teens' cell phones that can track what they're doing out there and send them real-time alerts about, you know, speed and hard braking and, you know, and, and other behaviors. So they have the chance to then discuss this with their teens and, and coach and get them back out there and keep working with them. So we've got a lot of things of our, at our disposal to deal with this, um, but it's going to take all of us recognizing the magnitude of the problem and then saying, okay, I want to do something about it. Well, one of the car manufacturers has a teen app that's in the car. Where, yeah, there's, with, there's actually several. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That should be mandated just like an airbag. Every car should have that in there and, and, and not as a, a detriment. But Did you know that you own the world's most complex and fantastic chemical laboratory? It's true. When cared for properly, the human body has the potential to heal itself by creating custom-designed medicines for your personal needs with no negative side effects. But your body must have quality raw materials to work with. You must supply these materials from the food you eat. Your body's laboratory is built to run on real food. It will break it down to get the chemicals it needs. For optimal performance, stay away from cheap processed foods. Processed grains, excess sugar, and bad oils will quickly clog up and bog down your body machine. Eat real food, mostly fruits and vegetables, in a wide variety of colors and whole grains. These foods are loaded with the natural chemicals your body needs to do its job. Your fantastic laboratory is yours and yours alone. Take responsibility for it. This is Dr. Douglas Howard with your Health Tip of the Week. Balance of Nature. Changing the world, one life at a time. Well, of course, you know, it's it's a big difference if I don't take it. I just drag. I'm like draggy and then my body aches. I do know that it helps me in many ways. I don't have the leg cramps like I used to have. I used to have really bad leg cramps at night. Balance of nature really helps. Like I said, it, it makes a difference because before that I was... Oh, it was just it was hard to walk. I was always, it seems like I was always, you know, in pain. Not severe pain, but just, you know, pain. It's just made a big difference in my life, and I, and I can tell by the way I, I can move around, and it makes you feel better, and I feel a lot better. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com. And make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code HEALTH. The Answer San Diego, streaming now on tunein.com and radio.com. All right, folks, welcome back to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. This segment is brought to you by John's Automotive Import Repair. 7447 University Avenue up there in La Mesa. John is a NAP Auto Care ASC certified shop, and all his work is guaranteed clear across the United States, and he'll work on any import. So check it out at John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com. John's San Diego Auto Repair.com. Hey, I was talking to Scott uh, Nenby last uh, week from Ford U.S. Marketing. All you guys and girls out there know what Rocket League is. I didn't know. Now, pretty soon, you'll know, too. Check out what they're doing with the F-150. You know, I got to tell you, Ford, (laughs) I got to hand it to Ford. They have got their fingers in every pie on the planet. I got Scott Denby on the line. He's Ford U.S. Marketing Communications guy. He must stay up way late at night because the latest thing that Ford is involved in is the Rocket League. 
Okay, I know you're all going Rocket League. What is it? Soccer, hockey? No. I'm going to let Scott explain it to you. Scott, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, thanks, Dave. Yeah, Rocket League. It's it's a it's a it's a fun um, it's a it's a fun game that kind of mashes up automotive car culture um, with soccer, and so essentially you're playing soccer with vehicles wow. in an imaginary world on a on an imaginary soccer pitch. And when you make goals, the goals explode, and um, it's just it's one of those games that you can quickly pick up. You instantly know how to do. And you can just have a whole lot of fun with. And you don't have to buy a lot of equipment. You don't have to go get a steering wheel and a pedal set and a special seat and flat screen TVs. You can do it right on your right on your probably could do it on your phone if you wanted to. Yeah, and the cool thing is it just went free to play. So I mean, back in the back in the day when um, you know you used to have to buy these games, actually Rocket League yeah. on free to play. So if you've got an Xbox, PlayStation, you can go download it and get started. So you're going to build a Rocket League edition Ford F-150? We are, you know, and so we got to our, you know, we, we all got together and, you know, as this gaming, this gaming space becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. It's uh, um, one of those places that, that we're looking to get a lot more involved with. And so, you know, we've done a lot of great partnerships with companies uh, like Microsoft with their Forza franchise. You know, obviously, sure. motorsport games are a natural place for us to play, and we've been playing with them for a, a, a long time. And so what we wanted to do, we wanted to kind of broaden beyond that. And uh, so we ended up uh, starting to have some conversations with the folks at Cyanix who were just recently brought. You may not necessarily know the name Cyanix, but you probably know Epic, the makers of Fortnite who own Cyanix. And so these guys are, 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 are big-time players in the gaming space. And, and this Rocket League opportunity that came together was just one that was, A, it was an incredible mashup between, you know, two really strong brands and a way to kind of just branch out beyond the traditional stuff that I think we've been, you know, we've been synonymous with in the gaming space to try to, to try to get a, a, a little bit crazier with it. And, you know, we're putting rockets in the back of F-150s in a virtual world. I mean, what can be more fun than that? <laughs> I know. And, you know, I was sitting here thinking, you know, I, I kind of like having a vehicle that nobody else has, but if you ordered a Rocket League limited edition F-150, half the people out there may not know what that is, but then the other half may know how, what that is and go, hey, how do I get a hold of one of those trucks? Now, is it just going to be cosmetic, you know, like decals and, and things like that, or are you going to go a little bit over? Are you going to put a rocket in the, in the bed? Well, right now it'll just exist in a virtual world. Um, oh, so, so you can't go to the dealer and buy one. Well, yeah, you're not going to be able to go to a dealer and buy one yet. Um, you know. I, hey, I thought you were the marketing guy for Ford. Come on, dude. Well, you know, we always want to we always want to test and see how uh, how many people out there really want a rocket in the back of their F-150. So who knows what the future holds? But uh, but this one was cool because the the, the probably the most fun part of this whole journey that we've been on with the team at Fitsonics is the fact that. You know, we got our F-150 designers together with the Rocket League designers, and they worked collaboratively to kind of come up with the, the, the look of this of this truck. And it's there's no doubt, when you look at it, it's an F-150. It's got those subtle nods to it. Yes, it's got some less subtle nods where it says F-O-R-D across the grill. And it's got a big, you know, stamped F-150 in the back. But, you know, those things that you, you know, when you may not necessarily – notice as you're going down the road, but the things that make an F-150 an F-150, like the drop-down window, C-clamp headlights, you know, wound wheel arches, when you look at this, it's instantly recognizable as an F-150, but an F-150 that's, that's uh, you know, I guess probably the best way to, to, to say it is a little bit future, futuristic. And so it's, 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 a, it's a fun, we're really looking forward to see how the community reacts to this, because everybody that we've shown it to internally has just absolutely loved it. Have I got an idea for you? Go to Hot Wheels. Have them build a rocket Hot Wheels Ford F-150. You know they would do it. Yeah, well, yeah, you keep talking about wanting to build one in real life. Maybe we should go back and actually do that. That would uh, be think cool. Think about it. Think about <laughs> it. I mean, you know, Hot Wheels is always looking for something new and exciting and different and, uh, you know, 
And I think, uh, you know, and then the Team Ford Villa that you have over in Europe, yeah. they'd be all, oh, I mean, come on, I should be your assistant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff going on in that gaming space right now. The Ford Villa guys are doing some really interesting stuff, and there's just more and more more and more opportunities to get in, in, involved in the space with these titles and and, and you know, the, the size of the audience for this, I mean, within the U.S., I mean, there's tens of millions of people that play Rocket League, and it ranges from, you know, obviously the people that you'd expect, probably the younger age of the demographic, but, you know, all, you know, all the way up. And it's really one of those games where, you, you know, a father and son or a, a mother and daughter can kind of sit down and instantly pick up and play together. And it's, again, I mean, there's, it's, just, it's just an easy thing to pick up and play and have a whole lot of fun with. And look how excited your team was when you came up with this idea and started working on it, right? Oh yeah, they were they were they were over the moon. I mean, the the, the amount of time that we got from the, from the folks internally, especially the design team on on, on F one fifty, who you know there were probably four or five people that were working on this and, and helping us. And quite frankly, a lot of it was after hours because these guys have big jobs. They got a lot going on in their day jobs, sure. but. They're so passionate about not just the brand, but the product and this opportunity to kind of stretch their creative muscles and, and uh, you know, do some really fun stuff. Um, again, that was probably one of the most fun parts of this whole thing. And then seeing how it's all made behind the scenes and, you know, then the Sonic team kind of takes it and they, they rip on it from a creative design perspective and make sure that their community is well represented and, you know, some of the things that come to life. And, and so, uh, you know, we think that the, 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 the community is just going to be over the moon with, 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 with what we're going to be launching here in the next day or two. You just go talk to your team and say, hey, Dave came up with an idea. What do you guys think of making this a Hot Wheels? And you watch, and if their eyes light up, do it. If they go, nah, that's not a good idea, then don't do it. But you know they're going to go, wow, that's a great idea. <laughs> well, I don't think that there's ever been another uh, – F one fifty with a with a rocket in it before. F one fifties F one fifties the leader of the pack when it comes to trucks. So I guess it's only it's only appropriate if if we're the first ones to do it, right? It, it makes perfectly good sense to me. So now you're gonna where can people go and see what this truck looks like in its uh, racing form? I guess you could say. <laughs> so so you could go on Rocket League and it'll be in the store in Rocket League. You'd be able to download it. Um, and we are actually sponsoring, um, they've got some winter major tournaments. So basically the best Rocket League players in the world all come together. And so um, you'll be able to watch that on Twitch, on YouTube, on Rocket League channels. Um, we've got a big one coming up on the, the, the weekend of the, the 20th and the 21st and then the North American winter major finals on the 27th and 28th. Um, but there's also a fun little component that um, we've worked with to kind of put in the middle of this uh, tournament itself, and it's called the Freestyle Invitational. So while typically the goal of Rocket League is to score goals and score more goals in your component, there's an element of it. And just think NBA All-Star competition, but with the yeah. best Rocket League freestylers doing trips, tricks, flying through the air and making amazing goals. And so we're sponsoring um, that on the 24th and then the finals on the 28th. So. Um, we're just we're just really excited to kind of bring the F-150 into Rocket League and, and do as much fun stuff as we can. And we think we've got a lot planned for the fans and not just the game, but hopefully a lot of your listeners who kind of tune in and check it out and, you know, see what, you know, maybe is a, a, a modern amalgamation of what an F-150 could potentially yeah. be one day in the future. And, and just to let you know, South American Winter Major is this weekend, February 13th mm-hmm. and 14th. Twitch. YouTube, just put Rocket League in, folks. Trust me, you'll have a blast. I know. I looked at it before I got online uh, to you know, to chat to chat with uh, with Scott. So Scott, I love I love your enthusiasm. I think it's awesome. But if I see a Hot Wheel, I'm going to tell you that was my idea. And we'll bring it by your house. If we make one, we'll bring one by your, by your oh house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You do that, I'll put you on TV here in San Diego. Plus, you'll love the weather. Perfect. It's a deal. All right, buddy. You take care. Be safe. And I can't wait to talk to you down the road. Awesome. Thanks, Dave.